and welcome to the check-in podcast brought to you by Luxemore Studio. My name's Megan, owner and founder of Luxemore. And my name's Amy, studio therapist and best friend. A place to check in on all things Luxemore, business ideas, tips and tricks, how we operate, girls' chats and everything in between. Hey guys, welcome back to the check-in podcast. My name's Megan. And my name's Amy. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about hiring. So experience v. learner. Yeah, so we've just taken on a new lady here at the studio. So she will have started by the time that you watch this video. So we just wanted to get into it a little bit of the pros and cons Mm -hmm. Or maybe not the cons, but like the pros of like an experienced therapist and the then differences, a, yeah, a between the two. And I guess with hiring at the moment, it feels relevant and... Exactly. You've, yeah. And nice like, for people that are going to job interviews and also for people that are hiring. Yeah. That's so for me, well, it all depends on the person. I think personality is like skill can always be taught mm-hmm. if the person's willing to be taught. Yeah. Um, but personality fitting for me, what I look for when I hire someone or do the interview process is someone that is going to fit with us, mm-hmm. really. And that's like, and embodies what we do here. Mm-hmm. And that's the main gist of it. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> the person that I've hired, her, her massage is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that is like really one of the good pools. Mm-hmm. But I also think she's just going to be a great fit yeah. for us here. And obviously it's hard to tell because you never really know until someone fully starts. Mm-hmm. So we we're just going to discuss a little bit of that. I mean, yeah. when Amy started, she was a, a learner. I was a learner, yeah. And actually, <laughs> mostly everyone that I've hired has, has been, been a learner yeah. here. Well, no, everyone. Uh, yeah, mostly. Yeah. Stick with mostly. Yeah. But, like, in the past, if I've hired someone but not on behalf of, like, my own business, they've had a little bit more experience. Mm-hmm. But then that's more meeting the criteria of my past, like, employers. Um, But just going on the basis of here, it's just some... I think sometimes when you're new to the industry, it can be quite daunting to put yourself out there. Massively. Yeah. And feeling like you always get the typical, like, make sure you have, like, three years minimum, like, Mm -hmm. experience or something like that. And I just think you get those rare people. There's a hair on my face, I think. Can I feel that? Can't see anything. Like, by my nose? No, you've got one here, but not. Thank you. Um, It can be... Some people don't always... For me, I if I've seen a job, I just apply for it, even if I'm not. Yeah, got qualified. Quali- qualified details. Mm-hmm. But for some people, they don't do that. Mm-hmm. They want to make sure they're meeting all the criteria. Yeah. And but you think like the employers, they're going to put up their best case scenario, like their what they would love to have. Yeah. But like you said, sometimes you're just the right person for the job. And if you are a learner, you can be. Sorry. Um, it can be a pro, really. Yeah. Because... I personally think it is just because for me if you're trying to get new concepts across and you do things in a slightly different way if you have someone with years of experience people can be adaptable but they also can be set in their ways Mm -hmm. and quite like strongly set in their ways Mm -hmm. and someone who is more of a learner or has just gone through that process is in that stage of like willing to learn yeah willing to adapt and when you've come just straight out of a course or straight out of college there is that bridge where it needs to be filled of like this is what you do at college and this is what you do actually in the workplace 
So I think for me, not that I have a preference and not that I wouldn't hire someone with more experience. Mm -hmm. I just like the creativity to be able to like adapt and mold that person into the right fit for, Mm -hmm. for here. Yeah. As well, I think with learners, they um, haven't got, I think with the experience, you can pick up bad habits as well. Yeah, like, um, yeah, like anything. Yeah, of, of course, like anything. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's fresh for you. As it like, obviously, I wouldn't, I don't know, as an employer point of view. But for you, I can imagine it's fresh. You can bring someone in. You know how you like things done. So you can kind of tell them that. And that's how they're going to do it. Because they've got nothing else to really compare it to. Yeah. Whereas when you bring someone in who's got experience, they could be incredible. And like you said, experienced people are amazing but yeah. they will have their own ways of doing things which is not a bad thing yeah um, but they will have their own ways of doing things their own ways or their own thoughts on how things should be done yeah um and I still like to take that on board because that's some of the nice stuff you get when you hire someone new mm. they do have an input no and ideas. Yeah. Uh, they have also their vision as much as I want to push my vision and what I want for the place I still want to hear like new ideas mm. fresh ideas from people that because I've been in this industry for a fairly long time so people that have just come up new Mm. it's nice to hear fresh ideas and Mm. new thoughts and and just different perspectives because Mm. often you just get lost in your own perspective of things yeah and it's just nice to have it's just so nice to have people to connect with Mm. over a similar interest which is what we do Mm. yeah I would just say there's definitely pros to both sides and don't get put off like as employers don't get put off by the learners the new people to the industry and like you said as the new people and the learners don't just apply for everything it's worth doing because if you're the right person yeah like with all of the people that you've employed here or like we said most of the people you've employed here have all been learners and they've all pretty much been the right fit yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, have we? <laughs> no, and they have. And things I think when you take on new people, it slightly sh- like shifts every time, mm-hmm. and you slightly like find this other path that you're taking, or like as you're you're navigating, growing bigger, mm-hmm. almost because until you're actually growing, mm-hmm. it's you can't always like you can see where you want to go, but it can like slightly change and alter all the time. Mm. and this thing is more like to give a perspective on a lot of people now in this industry are very like everyone wants to do it for themselves mm. which is fantastic and if you want to do that like go for it but there is also that other option of working somewhere mm. um and like working your way up and and whatnot mm. and it's just just like when you and especially when you come straight out of that environment I do think there's so much to learn and if you don't have people guiding you that have done it and are in the industry like going somewhere employed mm. you're not always going to get that knowledge and just definitely like, because when I first went I knew I've always wanted to own something myself but I also knew I needed that path before mm. and that's why I did the spas and I've just learned so much because even in the just even on the mechanics of how a business actually yeah. works but more even the like when I first left college I think I've said before we had like we did aromatherapy and we would mix our blends ourselves like put the essential oils in like create a custom blend which is lovely but not necessarily something that you actually can do in real life because Mm. your insurance wouldn't cover that unless you've got insurance for products uh but Mm. it's such a nice like concept of it Mm. but then when you go into an actual workplace it's a lot of pre-blends and I used to when I went in I remember my first and I was thinking what I don't have to make 
like a blend yeah and you just and also I mean you could do it as an aromatherapist like mix like the mixology of it but it's tricky and it also I don't know it's a nice idea to make a custom blend yeah but if say you're mobile you're going to someone's house you're going to mix up this blend it's not always realistic to have to do all of that Mm. and I guess that's the other thing there's so many different avenues like mobile Mm. a lot of people can do mobile massage go into people's homes or you could work for a company doing that yeah I think when you go to college you definitely learn all and everything and when you get out into industry it's good to see that everything that you learn in college isn't necessarily exactly how it has to be like you're saying with the blend you go to a lot of places it's already pre-blended yeah um but that's the kind of thing that you would learn by working for someone yeah um if you just went off straight on your own then you'd kind of continue down the route that you did at college yeah um but yeah so I think that's where like if you're a learner the gaps in a lot it's of a just good that. place to start yeah yeah and I would say from experience in training I've had on other things as well I've kind of gone straight into wanting to do it from home tried it out and it's not worked out because I didn't have that experience of actually working on bodies, but also like knowledge of how to push my business and things like that. So it took me as a learner going and getting a job, which I didn't think I was qualified for, um, to feel comfortable and confident later on down the line. Um, So I think on both sides, it works out. It works out well for both of you. Yeah. Like the employer and the learner. And if you are more experienced therapist wanting to, maybe you've tried doing it for yourself and you want to go into a space, then you've got a lot of leverage. Mm. There's a lot of people that go into this industry young and don't stay at it and go in a different path. All that experience, all that knowledge, all of the hundreds of people that you've massaged, Mm. like it can totally build you up. So although we're saying you could not be like, you'd be a bit less adaptable or like not so much to mold that can also be a good thing because some people might want someone say you've got a beauty salon where only one person does massage or like predominantly massage mm. and you're that person like they might need someone that has that experience has that structure has everything that you've gained over the years mm. to be the right fit so and it is nice I think as well like you have to spend a lot of time with a learner whereas someone experienced like just the pros and cons of someone who's experienced you know that they can kind of just come in yeah and kind of get working straight yeah away. pick things up very quickly yeah and like a lot well for you for example you came in you didn't know reflexology mm. so like that's although we've got to do the training for how we do massage and facials you also don't know, like, didn't know reflexology. So mm. there's also the training that. So, like, when this lady starts, we'll have two weeks of training. Yeah. Which it's is a lot, a lot of time. Amount and of time. Yeah. And ultimately, you don't know if that person's going to be mm. for the long haul. So then spend two weeks of training, like, mm. one-on-one them. It's quite a lot. So it depends how your business runs. If you're yeah. hiring and if they're looking for you. But ultimately, I guess, in the job description, you'll know. So what do you look for when you are hiring? In this industry. Just putting you on the spot there. Oh, I don't know. Like, do you... When you go into these interviews, do you have criteria or are you just... Is it more based on the vibe, how the person is? Their massage, obviously, that's a big thing. Yeah. Or do you go in knowing exactly what you want and you have almost like a checklist? How does it work Well, our interviews are in two... They're in, like... Obviously, I'll have a phone call with them initially. Mm. A lot of them, I I feel like I can tell a lot from the CV. Also a lot with the cover letter. That's something that I never used to do when I applied for something. I never used to do a cover letter. Mm. But then that's because, going back to what I said, I would apply to anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, 
I would just I would just send my CV to anything um and I wouldn't do the cover letter where I wasn't that invested mm. what I've noticed is people that apply also do a personalized cover letter to us they're more the type of people that are like I want to work that like in that yeah. space I don't I'm not applying to five other jobs mm. I'm just applying to that one position um which I quite like the more like personalized touch of it I look for like have you done your research like do you know stuff about us mm. obviously we're a new company but there is a lot of information on our website mm. like do your background knowledge like do you know that we have a podcast do you know that we do YouTube do you know there's like other aspects to it other than just the treatments yeah um you like I want I expect you to know what we like specialize in mm. if you don't know we only do three things mm. then you've not done that much research um I look for all of those like like knowledge on the company and what we provide why you think that you can embody what we do yeah um and why you'd be a good like fit for the business as in like not a role model but like why do you think that you could like lead the business type thing as in like be like oh I work there and this is kind of why mm. but then also from my side I want to see them asking me questions and show interest if someone doesn't ask me a question at the end, I'm a bit like, hmm. Mm. Like, I can cover a lot of things, but I probably, I sometimes will leave certain things out to see if you want, like, ask, ask the, the question. question. I want to see the engagement. Like, are you looking at me when I'm speaking? Mm. Sometimes people can be really nervous. Yeah. And that's fine. And a lot of people will just come in and be like, I'm really nervous. Mm. I think you can probably tell the difference between yeah. someone who's quite nervous the body language and is just... someone who's maybe not. And if you are that way, just like as much as possible, try and keep that eye contact mm. because I'll notice if your eyes are like around yeah. me and not on me. Mm. I think honesty, I noticed just speaking on that from an interview I did a long time ago before I was even, you know, a long time ago. And I remember specifically saying, oh, I'm a bit like anxious and um and something else I said and they kind of picked up on that and they were like oh I really appreciate you just making us aware of that it yeah. helps us to so know much where there. to go with the interview and to like understand your reactions as well as yeah, yeah I just think it's it is important to say because you can almost do yourself a disservice by not like as the um person who's going for the interview yeah. you can do yourself a disservice but is, by is not. that the, I think it almost breaks up to be like first of all my interviews are are pretty relaxed mm. but it almost breaks out to be like you're actually human mm. I'm human it's nothing that that is that deep yeah and you yeah like, I actually don't mind if someone shows nerves mm. or a bit like anxiousness because actually I think that problem more than that person probably more than likely cares yeah about this position yeah rather than other people I've had in have been so like I want someone to back themselves, mm. but they're still coming for a position ultimately. So mm. I want confidence, but I also want, I don't know. I think it's very normal that people get anxious. Mm. And I think it does show that sign of like, I want this position. Mm. I'm really like, <laughs> I'm really like interested in getting this job. Yeah. Um. So I don't mind that at all. And actually, I like to just make it nice and easy when, when someone says that, because mm. it doesn't need to be this like, I want to ask like the hard hitting questions, but I don't want it to be where you're like too scared and nervous to mm. like really speak openly. Mm. Her interviews are probably about an hour, like long. Um, we'll have a general chit chat. I'll ask the questions and then we do a trade test, which is a, for me, I always do 
<laughs> for me, I do a tree test, which is a 20-minute massage. Mm-hmm. For me, as long as they've got a massage qualification here, then I can teach everything else. Mm-hmm. I can teach reflexology, and they just would fall under my name then mm-hmm. on everything that I've taught. Um, but for me, like, the minimum is definitely, obviously, a massage qualification. Yeah. And everything else can be expanded on, really. And the thing is, you'll get, when you hire, you get so many applicants, but some of them that you won't, you'll look at and you will not, like, you won't look at the CV twice. Mm. You won't even call them because they're just so far away from Mm. what you're looking for. And they say that to say, like, just go for the position because there's probably a lot of other people that have no qualifications, nothing. And you have at least something, especially if you listen to this, you're probably within the industry. And also, like, when you don't get a position, you can ask, like, ask them why. Mm. You know, I with all my... This time round, obviously, we've hired, what, twice now? Mm. Um, Say so again? Successfully. Yeah, successfully. <laughs> Whereas, like, when I hired Amy, it wasn't an interview process, obviously, best friends <laughs> So it wasn't anything. And when easier. I hired the other lady in the beginning, she mm. contacted me, and I wasn't actually... I wasn't looking for anyone, mm. Um, oh yeah and I just and I kind of went with it I thought this is kind of falling into my lap like it could work Mm. Um, but this time around we've had like a lot more interest and a lot more like good solid interest where people have been really like what is the word I'm looking for like you go forward with them no I don't Um, (laughs) really (laughs) they have a lot of what am I trying to say basically they have they're enthusiastic about the role they yeah. they want the role they're not you can tell they're not just applying to 40 different jobs they yeah they really want really, this position yeah exactly so this time around it was hard but I think we've got the right one mm. but when it is like that I try and give feedback in my like phone calls to say they haven't got it or in my emails to say they haven't got it just so that especially if I've connected with them and they've mm. been like maybe coming into the industry at different stages I just want them to know this is the reason because I think sometimes when you don't get a position especially when you've gone to an interview you've made that effort you're a bit like but why yeah you know like what is and also like one of the people that I didn't hire I would love for her to work here Mm. if another position came up Mm. so I also don't I don't want to burn although I'm employing I don't want to burn bridges and in some ways they are also interviewing me I'm like, why should they work here? Mm. Like, what is it because that is good could, about this place? You could offer the job and they could say, yeah. thanks, Vinny, thanks. And that's a fear I had. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm really dedicated to this person. Mm. And what if they just say no? Yeah, it's hard on both ends, I think. Especially when it's, like, personal. Like, not personal, it's not, no. No, but you felt like a... For me, I feel like my whole life, although I Ooh. I don't want to change it, but like my whole life is dedicated around this. Okay. Like everything I think about is this. Mm. So it feels personal in that sense. Yeah. Although it is a business, it is very personal to me because it feels like mm. me. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that. I don't even know what I'm talking about now. It's gutting when you think someone oh, is yeah. the perfect fit. Yeah. And if they, not that you've had this, me, but you can imagine I'm pretty it sure be, on them. Yeah. And I'm like, I really want them. So if they were to decline for me as well, it would be You'd upsetting. be thinking, what's wrong with Yeah, me? what's wrong with that? <laughs> I'd yeah. say, excuse me. <laughs> Give me feedback. But it's, because it goes both ways. Yeah. It is a mutual, like, partnership of, like, I want to work there and I want to hire you. So... Yeah. 
remember that when you go for an interview it's not all just about like don't be too scared that I'm like oh it's all about me it's also Mm. no like do you want to work there why would it be a good fit for you and I think as well like sometimes you get offered a job and it's you think oh my gosh amazing but if you don't feel that 100% connection with it Yes, you don't have to go for that job. No, there is so many jobs Mm. and so many industries and so many people. If you don't connect with us, Mm. you'll connect with someone else. And that was the thing with some of them. They would just not have vibed with us. Mm. And I don't want anything like first and foremost, I don't want anything to affect like what we currently have. Yeah. Because the space is so nice, it's so welcoming. Mm. Our community of clients is so lovely. No one's going to... No one's going to mess that up. No. (laughs) (laughs) So by the time this comes out, then you should have met our new lady, which will be starting uh, first week of July. Yeah. So we will be a team... Team of four. four. Yeah. My gosh. Which will be nice. Just over... Well, what did we say? 16 months. It'll be be 15 months on. Yeah. March. No, May, June, July. No. Oh, I don't know. We opened in March. Yeah, 15 months. 15 months. April, May, June. You have a full team. Yeah, I know. And I thought we had a full team with Chloe. As in, like, just the three of us. But I'm trying to position the business in a way where it's, like, well, I think it's at a stage where I need to work more on it. Mm. So I'm going to be in the treatment room, but not as much just to try and push the business forward because there's a lot of stuff I need to do that is I can't do whilst, whilst being hands-on yeah um, and that's the main reason for the new hire really mm. and also just that there is time allows more like holidays mm. where there's actually proper cover yeah because it's hard when you have a smaller team yeah um and it's at a good time it's like at the right time for us to take someone on mm. which I didn't think when I started this year, I didn't think that we'd have taken on two new people. Mm. But going with the flow. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll meet her all soon. But otherwise, I think that's us for today. Yeah. So till next time, my name's Megan. Socials. Hello. <laughs> um, socials. So make sure that you're checking us out on Instagram. Our handle is Luxembourg Studio. We're also on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, and all the good stuff. And give us a rating if you yeah. want to. Yeah. <laughs> it would be nice. Yeah, give us a rating on um, our Spotify. And also make sure you're following us. I think I've said that on YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, and give us comments. Um, also, if you want to pop a message to us with some dilemmas, we are still doing those. Um, so yeah, yeah. Email is hello at luxamore.com. But otherwise, I think that is us done. Yeah, we are done. So my name's Megan. <laughs> my name's Amy. Till next, next time, time, we're checking out.